Hi, this is Sinchel, and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago.
I love it. And what was that song? Uh, it doesn't have a title yet. Uh, it's a piece that I just recorded up at um, Experimental Sound Studio okay. in January. Um, it involves, uh, I laid all my guitars out on top so of the So really fresh. Yeah, like less than Sorry, I just wanted to get that out real quick as we were talking about it before we went on air. But this is Hey Killer, and I'm here with Sensual. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good, thank you for coming in tonight. Thank you for bringing the music. Thank you for hanging out. We pretty much did a mini interview before we came in here. <laughs> we were talking a little bit. Uh, I like how you describe yourself on your um, social media as a small one army with pedals and software on an iBook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you mostly, is that like, so what, what's your like studio like when you, where you record? Um, it's the like half of my um, uh, spare bedroom that my wife and I both use. She Excellent. Does photography work. I do music stuff. So it's a, a, yeah, it's a, it's a mishmash of pedals on the floor mm-hmm. Um Fender Rhodes, uh, some tape machines. I got a couple of four tracks, oh, man. Uh, a couple tape delays. Wild. Um, and, yeah, and then just my MacBook Pro and my guitars or some other uh, instruments. Uh, I've got like Glock, little Glockenspiels mm-hmm. or thumb pianos. That's insane. Like, a, uh, just, uh, like a simple um, min, uh, micro brute keyboard uh-huh. synthesizer thing. Yeah, because yeah, when I listen to your music, I imagine a room full of wires and speakers <laughs> and all kinds of things yeah, to make all this. It's, it's cluttered. All the things that you've accumulated over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest things I like what you said or like attempting to recreate what you see in your head. And yeah. Is that really like where it all comes from? Yeah. It, it, it comes from this, uh, want to tell stories, but I'm not a very good writer. Um, but I definitely have the, the images visual, in my head sure. of a story. So that I, I try to translate that into some kind of sound, uh, collage or some sound piece that, that, uh, approximates that image. And to add more to that, like, so do you, do you plan these out? Like what, where do you, where do you get these images from? Like, do you, do you sit down and create and let it, let it create as it, as you go? Or is this something that you actually plan out? Like I have an idea for something or. Uh, it's sometimes it's more like a conceptual idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm like, Oh, what would happen if I took this, you know, guitar and fed it through these pedals and then, you know, layered it in such a way. It, I, I, I sit down and similarly, I feel like uh, to like a sculptor. So I, yeah. I, take a bunch of sounds and put them into the computer and then try to carve something out of it. Oh, okay. So I'll get ideas of like, oh, here's a sound I like, here's a sound I like, and then I'll put them together and see how well they they mix or match. And if they if that mixing and matching uh, fits better with what I'm thinking about or if it doesn't, then I throw it away and go back to something. So it's just like throwing the words on paper and organizing them in a good way to, yeah. make, <laughs> to make it make sense. Yeah. You describe it as minimal, dense music, an interaction of sounds and notes, and like there's so much going on in there. Um, do you? So we, we were just talking about how like I see your music as very uh, cinematic, and I'm and I'm a big film guy, I'm a big storyteller. And do you do you, do you get that at all too? Do you do you see the stories in your music? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I mean, and, uh, lately I've even been more explicit with the stories through the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some sense, like there's a uh, a record I've made uh, on my Bandcamp I called like the Light from an Oncoming Train. Um, and oh, I feel like the pieces all work with this idea of like sitting in a dark tunnel and seeing something come towards you and, and the feelings of that kind of why you would be in that tunnel. While why in that situation? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you've been doing music, let's see, the earliest I could find was 2009, 2010, probably even earlier than that, correct? Publicly, yeah. Yeah, like, pu- yeah publicly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been, uh, I bought my first four track in like 1999. Where? Um, 
And then, so I said, that was the first time I actually could sit down and like take these ideas and actually start to layer them because uh-huh. I didn't have the, in 1999, I didn't have a really good computer. Um, so the four track was the first way I could take and layer stuff that I couldn't do before. And then like tape and analog and yeah. layers, 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 layers. Was that just like chaotic <laughs> doing it that it's way? super dense and it yeah. was really noisy. I'm not mm-hmm. very good with the four track. Uh-huh. I, uh, uh, my, technique was pretty bad but it just it kept me going it kept me playing with stuff and eventually i saved up and got a computer and kind of thought more about like processing sounds with the computer and stuff like that yeah with technology everything changes evolves so like from so from 2009 and so doing music publicly and then or from 99 actually into now like how has your music evolved like how have you noticed that you've changed as far as creating yeah i feel that i um i put more uh, thought into the pre-planning mm-hmm. stages like I'm actually maybe practicing and thinking of like guitar lines and maybe doing more research into like what can I do what what is out there to like use or process mm-hmm. or thought processes and stuff um, and maybe more thinking about uh, over the years thinking about making music as a having an arc to mm-hmm. it um, and keeping it interesting at least for myself because I make really long pieces sometimes 20, 30 40, 50 minutes long and uh, I focused on what I think is good or bad about those sure. things. And if it's keeping me interested, I want to make sure that it keeps the listener engaged in some way. And I wasn't really thinking about that originally. I was just thinking like, oh, this is cool. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. You're just jamming. Sound, yeah, yeah, it just exactly. sounds neat. I was more like early days, just like, I want to sound like Sonic Youth. And No, you definitely <laughs> hear that. No. Yeah. And so like, so you were saying like songs can go on as long as that. How do you know, to, like for you, how do you know, like, I think this is done. I think this is a good amount. Or I think, this is great or like when how do you know when to stop sometimes it's mm-hmm. just i'll i'll let something play back and if i'm i'll listen to it but only like uh almost like sideways listen mm-hmm. to it so i won't pay attention to it but i'll i'll try to like sideways okay. pay attention to uh-huh. it and then see if like i get bored or if i get bogged down by a certain you know if a certain section is repeating too much if or it like, has something in it if it yeah, yeah if it speaks to you yeah uh-huh. um and i've been more or more tough on myself and making things shorter because i feel like sometimes length isn't uh you can overstate yourself you can do something for one Uh one minute and it's great but if for five minutes it's boring it's like a three-hour movie isn't always the best like (laughs) but yeah so it's very subjective it's just kind of uh if i if i manage to get bored by it or and sometimes i'll put something away like i'll work on something for a month and then put it away for weeks or months and come back to it and decide oh actually i hear something here i didn't hear before so sometimes it's a lot of ear fatigue and, and when that happens do you ever go back and like frankenstein a piece of yours and just like well like oh i hear something different and i want to do something different with it now and does it like is it constantly changing you have your tracks especially when you yeah. play live do you do you change it up a lot live or is it like so yeah live is not uh the recordings are much more mm-hmm. processed and like there's a lot more thought into like, sure. the carving yeah the live is much more uh improvisation oh that's, um, that's amazing nothing i i actually yeah i never go into a, a live setting with anything pre-recorded excellent i just yeah. have sometimes i have ideas like oh i have phrases i'm going to use mm-hmm. or i know certain uh sections are going to use certain pedals or certain effects um but then it's really live for me live is like setting up a puzzle or setting up some kind of challenge and making sure that i can get through the 30 minutes without it falling apart yeah and with your music i feel like you it's more exciting <laughs> yeah it is it's super exciting for <laughs> to me go on it, raw it, yeah. it uh it, it keeps me like if i feel like if i'm engaged and exciting it should be presented and maybe it'll come out towards the audience and i'll be uh, just as engaged hopefully no for sure and before we cut out for our first break can we can you let the listeners know where we can find you on social media yeah uh twitter instagram all um under the name uh Central, which is c-i-n-c-h-e-l um yeah facebook central music uh 
website is central.com where you can find uh, links to my band camp and a list of shows and stuff. Excellent. Well, that's Central, and we'll be right back. We're going to throw it to one more Central song, and we'll be right back, guys. Stick around.
Hey, it's Hey Cover back here with Central. How you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. Well, can you tell us the name of that last track we heard? Uh, this will be the last time I visit you from uh, a record that uh, a digital release that I put out on this um, uh, like a digital label out of Michigan called 1473 okay. Recordings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the record is called uh, A Ghost Hand Leads You Through the Darkness. Is, is, was, was that a deep cut when it comes to your songs? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's maybe one of the... Uh, one of the ones. Earliest it's almost ones no, or? no. It's just from like a year. Last oh, really? Year. Okay, cool. Um, but it doesn't have any guitar on it. It's just all Fender Rhodes and keyboard and stuff. Interesting. A lot of pedal work and yeah. So we talked a lot. We keep doing this. We, we keep talking when the mics aren't on. But we're talking about. So I was telling you about my favorite song of yours because I had it in my head when I'm trying to get my writing back in my head, and it really inspired me and just like you know i just let it flow you know like you said earlier how like when you played your song and you kind of just have it to the side like i had yours playing like full blast and then i just had to like like step away for a second because it was like really it's really intense and it really helped me get my creative juices going but you said that it's an interesting collab actually that you did so you had a cool story on that yeah yeah Yeah. so the the track you're talking about was a one Mm -hmm. called chapter two i think Mm -hmm. um and it's a collaboration i did with a woman in vietnam who goes by the name uh sound awakener Mm -hmm. Uh, and she had contacted me a couple years ago through Twitter. There's a lot of like a uh, kind of noise ambient no on there. Oh, and it was a group, right? It was a. Didn't you say it was? Or no, it's just that there's that for a time there's a lot of us like uh, weird noise music folks that kind of follow each other on Twitter. And, oh, that's so cool! Um, so a good community of you guys, yeah, yeah. virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she contacted me, and we worked on. She sent me recordings of these music boxes she had and some piano work that she had done and i took those and cut them up and layered them and processed them um into the 12 uh i think there's 12 chapters on that record um and it was fun collaboration because uh, vietnam is like exactly 12 hours out of sync with chicago so i get up for work at like five in the morning and she would be having dinner so we'd be communicating on messenger and then i come home for work and she would be just waking up to go for her day you know seven so you would so I, like how many hours at a time would you guys just sit down and do this like how long did it take to do this with her? uh it took us maybe a month of working back and forth it nice. was mostly okay. like uh she sent me stuff. I would process it, uh-huh. send her back, and say, "What do you think?" Which um, is amazing, considering the like the, the time difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun. It was mm-hmm. a really neat experience. She was really, she's really creative, really interesting. Awesome, I'm cool. Impressed. I hope you, I hope I get to hear more of that you guys do together. Yeah, um, so earlier, also in the in the other room, we were talking. You you said you were something else that you were collabing on because I was interested in knowing that at your live shows, I would imagine that you would have some kind of visual. And that's yes. something I was talking on the car right here, and you were elaborated more on that earlier. I've done, yeah, I've done a, a handful of shows where I've like brought uh, visuals with me. I made, I've made mm-hmm. some videos of projections of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I, we were talking about before was this really fun show that my friend uh, Volutes put together at Burlington, where uh, the hologram one. Yeah, she hung, yeah. she hung this like you know uh, translucent you know fabric mm-hmm. in front of the stage, and we projected onto it, so it like looked like it was. Um, suspended in front of us as we mm-hmm. were playing it looked really beautiful was it, was it literally from stage to ceiling yeah. like oh my goodness yeah, it was really cool and that projection that's the one you said that you looped a lot of people yeah just kind of created like a ghost effect yeah so what I was that some, again i took some video at the corner of like the cultural center and mm-hmm. i've just let the video run for like an hour and while people walked by and cars went by and then at I normal just, pace or was it like sped up or was it just I, like uh, a, when i layered it i would speed up and slow down very like a time lapse kind of thing um and then layer them so then oh so all a different speed oh that's yeah, insane okay it looks kind of uh kind of ghostly because a lot mm-hmm. of cars that would move and i would loop stuff um just kind of simple tricks and i in iMovie. i don't really do have much skill in that but 
are, are these premeditated as well or are these things that you come up with after you create the music that was definitely after i uh-huh. think i had this idea like i wanted to make a video and one one afternoon my wife and i were walking around downtown uh-huh. and i really liked this one alley and um she took a photo of it and it became the cover of the record the record is called or the tape was called worry mm-hmm. It's a really cool photo of this alley with these two people walking in it. At night, there's like a spotlight, alley light in the corner, and it looked had really good shadows. And so I went back to that corner in the daytime and took video. I thought it would be a good connection between the cover art and the video for one of the songs on it. Just kind of circle around this one intersection. Although there's no real significance to the intersection other than it's kind of pretty. Other than you just like the aesthetic of it. Yeah. <laughs> and do you find a lot of, like, is mainly inspiration visually come from the city of Chicago or other things that you're interested in? Film, uh, books, or? A lot of times from, like, abstract art. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I really like uh, the work of uh, Clifford Still. Okay. Um, so I usually th- kind of think of those paintings, uh, and maybe even, like, Rothko paintings sometimes, you know, um, to like inspire me to make make music to mimic those mm-hmm. those pieces of art and that's something i also wanted to ask you is like is, is it the mission to like like for inspiration is it the mission or is it plan to expose an emotion expose your emotion or do you have or are you looking for some kind of truth within you or is it just something purely out of art or out of your head like what is the exact thing for you yeah i mean i have just lots of Lots of stories, mm-hmm. and yeah. and and I just love making noise. Uh, I like playing. I like playing instruments that give me you know, give this kind of feedback to me. Um, so sometimes I'll just. Uh, I mean, I record a lot of stuff, and um, because I just enjoy the sound mm-hmm. and enjoy the recording. Um, but there is this also need to want people to hear some of it. So that's that's uh, to make this connection, maybe of of with other artists or with other listeners. To share what you're, what's going on in your head as yeah. well, yeah, and that's and that's like an honest thing. So that's really good to put that in your music. It, it really comes off that way. Like the honesty is in there, oh, man. Like it, like like I said earlier before the mics were on. Like it really got to me. <laughs> like I had to step back from it for a second. Um, another thing I wanted to ask: um, any new tracks coming up? Uh, um, so I think just before we uh, started this interview, uh, that was the earliest one. Yeah, yeah the first piece uh-huh. you played was actually something I recorded uh, up at ESS. Uh, in January, so I uh, hope to finish mixing that, have that out sometime this spring. I've got another couple uh, collections of works mm-hmm. that I, I think I should have out soon. Of somewhat more, uh, I, I, I've titled the folder "Doom." So they, <laughs> they, they veer more towards this, like I don't want to say sun or black metal, but the, this kind of heavier drone, for sure, distorted stuff a lot with a lot more. Uh, Reverb and a lot of the more lower end of my Fender Rhodes, much more darker sounding, yeah, probably. Yeah. Dark. Do you do you like that the most? Or it's been fun to. I, I, sometimes I set up my set up these like uh, challenges for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, can I make I, I make stuff that's so pretty? Can I make something that's like dark? Uh, can I work with tones or palettes that I haven't worked with before? Uh, just to see if I can make something from it. It makes you experiment more and yeah. try to find like how can I get this out of this? Yeah, how can I keep it more interesting for myself? to like what maybe learn some new software processing or and through your collaborations like what's one of the coolest things you ever found like working with somebody else that um, like inspired you like oh that's i never thought of using that like like you said with the music box was really oh, cool oh yeah so yeah. so the um the band i'm in with uh uh neil jenden and mike weiss called mirror of nature i'm uh frequently inspired by mike's choices of uh his he's a he's a drummer and 
but he's not a very traditional drummer, doesn't okay. have a traditional kit, uh, frequently has like these singing bowls and sometimes they'll set up these things where there's just like a singing bowl with like a vibrator jumping around in That's it. That's insane. Um, and I just like this idea of like chance music uh-huh. like that. And uh, similarly, Neil's synthesizer frequently has got patches that are using randomness and stuff. So I like, I would, I, I try to, f- I've been inspired by trying to use more randomness and less of my own ego. Like finding like the beauty stuff. and like chaotic chaos. kind yeah, of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how can I set up a system that I can like feed stuff into and then it spits out other stuff that I don't have. Any Not knowing what's going to come out. Yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm getting the big finger from Abellism to wrap it up. She's literally putting the, the big finger, the index finger. I was I don't know what you were thinking, but it's the index finger. Um, before we get out of here, before they kick me off, um, I want to keep you around, and I want to ask one more time where we can find you on social media. Yeah, Central, mm-hmm. uh, Central.com, Central on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, even uh, if you want to find Spotify, but Bandcamp is probably the best so that you can – download stuff mostly everything i have up there is for free so you're saying you're more you're more so pretty on twitter a lot right yeah twitter is like and is that thing. a good place to find more information on your show that's coming up yes mm-hmm. twitter would be good a good place for that which is uh, is that records, uh-huh. uh march 7th in the afternoon sweet with uh joshua wentz and colin morris i believe the name is yeah. oh joshua wentz we just got a message from joshua wentz yeah. so that's pretty cool he's a great guy he's really interesting excellent okay well that's already that's already looking good for you joshua <laughs> so thank you so much again central this is this has been really cool i'm really like this. that we got to dive into your music this way and thank you for sharing it with us and please come back yeah please when you got new stuff please come back tell us when you're playing shows and we'll be there <laughs> thank you thank you, for me. Thank you guys great. ready in chicago this is hey killer with central listen to him check it out love it or i will find you I promise you, we'll be right back.